Welcome back to Troubleshooting Agile. Hi there, Jeffrey. Hi, Squirrel. Um, I wanted to ask you about uh, another of your tweets. I've still, every week, I enjoy reading your uh, the, the tweet stream you've been putting up of, of aha moments. And, and there's one in particular that caught my attention. Does that sound good? That sounds great. Which one? All right. Well, there were a few, but the one I wanted to talk about today was one that I, that I, I think it was really interesting because it captures sort of almost paradoxical advice. But let's let's go into it. You, you said, it's wonderful to see a roadmap that shows how we'll satisfy just one user this week, then the next user next week, then another after that, and so on for six months. So yeah. I had the idea you saw this kind of roadmap, and that sounds really interesting. Oh, I did. And it came up in a uh, fantastic, um, very interesting way. So I'm working with a client who has been trying really hard to shift from spending six, eight, 12 months doing discovery and investigation and research and then eventually producing something that doesn't work to <laughs> producing something every week that's actually live that they're interacting with customers to learn about. So the developers are interacting with uh, customers and trying to learn what they need. So this has been a huge revolution for the uh, client. They're doing things very differently. This is very positive. But uh, as they're continuing to do this, they uh, brought a new problem, a new area they want to look at. And they said, uh, yeah, we found a user who wants this. And we know that there are more, more users that we have talked to who want expanded versions of this thing. You know, we want one that works um, for, um, say, say, this particular situation that only applies to this customer. And we, we are going to go build that for them and see what that customer thinks of it. And somebody else on the call very properly said, hey, I'm worried that we might build a solution that's good for just that customer. And then we'll make one <laughs> extremely happy customer and they'll pay us their relatively small fee and right, we won't have anything for, for everyone else. And yeah. I had a, a, a very positive response to that when I heard it. I wonder what, how it strikes you. Oh yeah, this is this is what's great about this because because I see both sides of this. What, what immediately came to mind for me um, is 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 these two tensions, um, and it's and I, I really appreciate hearing your story because you've added some more details in. But just reading it, I thought about yeah, you know that 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 um, that's really valuable. To, it's like concrete, uh, you know. At least we've made someone happy, <laughs> and. And and that can be really something. And very and it's very rare in my experience that you do have, um, you know, people who are, who are that is something I do for one person that no one else uh, appreciates. Um, it and, and it reminded me of the book Inmates Are Running in the Asylum by Alan Cooper, where um, I first learned about personas. And one of the points that it, it they make there is that uh, um, you, you use personas rather than people to avoid the problem of idiosyncratic solutions for exactly this, you know, to avoid the problem of designing something for only one person. It said, you want to understand kind of the class you want to, you want to solve the problem for the typical person, you know, not the weird people that actually exist in reality. And, um, and, and, and so I, I saw the value of that. And then I see you, you doing something here that <clears throat> kind of, directly flies in the face of that. And at the same time, I think, yeah, that can be a good idea also. <laughs> and it's, and it's, the, it's the tension between those two things that really, really caught me about it. Sure. Well, the, the thing I really appreciated about the contribution where the person said, hey, hang on, are we going to build this for just one user, is that person is really interested in building for users, is interested in uh, understanding what users need, and wants to promote the business success of the company that sell to many users. That's all fantastic. I think that's really positive. 
what I really liked as well was how the team responded to that. They said, well, we're, we're going to build for this user and get their feedback, and then immediately thereafter, we're going to build for user number two. And we know pretty much what user number two wants. We'll discover more as we get closer to it. But then we have an idea for user number three, and you can imagine this building out. Um, in, in one sense, there's a, a geographical element to this for them. So uh, there's an element of starting in one country and moving to other countries. There's an element of um, uh, greater complexity. So um, at each stage, they're, they're moving to more and more complex logic and, and um, features and so on. But they have a kind of a picture of what would satisfy, and they have names of people like that they can pick up the phone to. So they have this particular person, and if we're not sure if it's right for this person, we're going to pick up the phone to them. And then the next one that builds on that, that goes to further locations that has more complexity, that's for the other person, number two. And then we have number three. And I just thought that was a very positive set of really kind of leading indicators. Is number one satisfactory? Is number two satisfied? Is number three satisfied? Okay, now we've satisfied three customers. We think we're starting <laughs> to get to a market here. And, and I liked that they had that already mapped out uh, to some degree in their brains. Yeah, that's that's fantastic, and and, and I, like I said, this is kind of hearing more of it, and more of the details. It, it gets even better because the other thing you said, which I thought this was really important, one advantage of this, and and, and um, so they kind of have this idea of incremental, you know, delivery, which we would have been fans of. You know, they're kind of be be bringing out a piece and expanding it, and so on. And, um, and that's a great way to de-risk things. The one thing they said is because we're going to be testing it in reality is, is you don't really know, you know, you, when you, when you go and do that thing that you, that you is going to satisfy that one user, you don't really know it's going to satisfy them. I mean, oh, of course not. <laughs> you know, and that, and that idea that you're testing as you go in your incremental delivery, testing it with real users is so powerful. And I remember an example at, at Tim Group, we had this idea for, uh, a, a product idea that we thought was a very natural expansion of what we were already doing. And we, you know, I thought great potential for it. And we, we found, uh, someone who's, you know, seemed to be exactly the kind of person we were designing for. And they, they were very excited about using this new functionality. And we said, um, you know, well, let's, let's go ahead and do a test for this. Let's go ahead and create a version that will work just for them on this, you know, and this is something that can only do episodically, you know, it, it was related to earning announcements. So it's really kind of once a quarter, you have the opportunity to, to do this. So we said, well, we're, we're just very close to the earning season. Let's go ahead and do this, this functionality for them in a kind of quick and dirty way for this upcoming earning season and see what happens. And it turned out they didn't use the functionality at all. And, and and this was a big surprise to us because they had been very enthusiastic, and um, and looking back, I'm so glad that we just invested a small amount of energy to test it because it turned out, yeah, they were they were very enthusiastic when talking to us about it, but when it came to their day to day life, they had more important things to do. <laughs> yep. And so it's one of those cases where we we took this approach, like you're saying, we'll we'll get it working for this person, and then after they use it and love it. You know, we're going to go ahead and expand it and make the, you know, the, the bigger version, the better version that serves everyone else. But in fact, that that didn't happen. Indeed. And, and turning to this person who had this wonderful objection, I thought this objection was really positive, where this person responded to the kind of statements I was making, which were like what you just said, Jeffrey, we're going to build incrementally, you're going to get one person to love it, and then we'll do more. This person said, but hang on. Uh, couldn't we uh, get in a trap here? Why might we build something that only works for one person? And I think the wonderful thing that kind of is the guard against that, the thing that can help you if you're in this situation and you're thinking, gosh, should I build it for just this one person? I only have identified one so far. I think the great thing is that it was really clear what the further experiments were. 
So and they and as I say they they knew who the people were. We're going to go to this customer, and then if they love it, and in your, your case, Jeffrey, that was an immediate no. It's like okay, great, yeah. we got the wrong one, so we stopped there. <laughs> but if your person had said yes, I bet you know what you would have done next earnings season. Yes, you would have said that's, that's okay, right. great. Here's some other natural candidates for this, and we know it won't work for them because they're in a different country from these guys. So we need to do these different things. So for our second experiment, we'll do some of those and try it with those folks. And when you have that um, kind of concentric circles where you have the little one that's just for one person, and then you have the large universe where it's sold to everybody, and you have all the steps between, then I think you're in good shape. Where it's dangerous and where the objection is valuable is the in the situation we weren't in, but I was glad we, we checked thanks to the objection. Uh, the situation where you really only have talked to one person. Maybe it's you, and you're <laughs> certain. <laughs> and whoever that person is is telling you, this is the greatest thing, build it right now. And it turns out even they don't want it. Yeah. That's the dangerous situation where you've not validated that there's even the possibility of going elsewhere. So that's why I really li- that's why I tweeted, because I really liked this roadmap that showed in, in, in uh, greater levels of abstraction and vagueness how this service would take over the world, starting with person number one. And, and, and the last thing I just want to jump on here about this is because you avoid this idea. See, they, they had this future vision of what they want to build, but the fact that they're validating it as they go, because this is what the other thing that came to mind as I read your tweet was the um, Poppendike book on lean software development, where they talk about the wastes uh, uh, in software development. And one of them is, I believe it's called overwork or over, I think it's, or over processing, but the idea is kind of, you do more than it's really required. And it's so tempting, um, to, and, and to say, well, of course we'll want to have this complete solution. Of course, you know, we'll, we'll need these bells and whistles. You know, if, if you're going to have a chart here, well, we should, we should have many different kinds of charts because isn't it obvious I would want this both as a line and as a bar and as a stacked bar and bars side by side. And, and, and to say, well, well wait a minute, <laughs> let's, let's, let's make sure we're not producing more than the market really needs and, uh, and, and validate as we go. Um, so that was, it, and it's this, this um, idea of both things of having that longer term view that, which you just brought up, that they could see the, the larger thing to build, but we're using the restraint to only val- do in, you know, moving in small validated steps. So a uh, uh, great story and, and really glad that you shared it with us. Indeed, and I was very proud of the team that came up with it, so good for them for, for having such a well-thought-through roadmap. Uh, if you guys would like to tell us about your roadmaps, or if you're stuck satisfying even one user, you have no users satisfied or no no sense what a roadmap <laughs> could be to satisfying users, uh, those are the sorts of questions we like dealing with. So you can find us on... Um, uh, I got to remember where it is. Agileconversations.com. Sorry. uh, uh, Agileconversations.com is the place where you can find all the material about us and email for us and tweets and uh, gosh, you you name it, it's there. Free videos, all kinds of things. And of course, we'll be back here next Wednesday on Troubleshooting Agile to talk more about it. Thanks, Jeffrey. Thanks, Carl.